0: Jesus Christ, I've been waiting. <laughs> Welcome to Food Fitness family. It is early as shit. It is me, Big Daddy Blankenship. I even still got my breathe right on this morning with Mr. Beautiful, Marcus Gates, who did not wear his eye mask last night, so his eyes are puffy this morning. Now they're just really itchy. He still looks beautiful.
1: It's not pink eyes, just
0: allergies. That's what he says. But they are itchy. He probably itched his butt and then it's his eye. No, but
1: eye. it's weird. The past couple of years, my allergies have just kind of gone up and down. They used to be like horrific. The last two years, they've been totally fine. I've even had to use like allergy medicine and I can feel it getting back to old ways. And I think my allergies are going to spike back up again. Maybe it's because you're getting older. I don't know, man. It's, it's winning waves. It's winning waves, but we'll see. Why, why don't you take like Claritin or something? I, I do. I mean, I have Zyrtec. I just started, I took or my Zyrtec, first. Yeah. For, well, it's knockoff. It's like Sam's Club version of Zyrtec. It, uh, it's the, it's uh, the, the same. It's the same compound. It's the same, same compounds <laughs> in there. It's just cheaper. No label. I always get my shit knockoff. <laughs> yeah. Uh anywho. Well, let's, well, uh, let's get diving uh, oh, on how, into how, it. You're freezing. What'd you say? Oh no. Caleb, what's wrong with your internet, dude? Is it your internet or is it my internet? Your face is frozen. Oh, my God. You're really dropping the ball over there. Oh, you're back. All right, there we go. I was just talking so much shit. And you, fro- it's really cool. you, froze like, you froze like this. No, you froze like that. Well, oh, I froze man. smiling, too. You, so you guys want to see Joe Caleb's smiling. dumb face when he's frozen, you got to go to the YouTube he to watch it. the same thing. Well, oh, perfect. you want to see both of our dumb faces, you got to go to the YouTube to watch that. Uh, anywho, uh, last seven days, though. Let's go ahead and dive on into it. Um Pretty solid last seven days in school, teaching PE, been playing kickball. I don't play it very often, so I've been balling out with that. It's been a good time. Um, had last Friday and Monday off, so that was also nice. Get caught up on some work. Um, was able to sign a couple clients this week, so that's been nice, one of which is my friend's mom, who kind of like a second or third mom to me growing up, um, so really excited to get to you know help her make healthy lifestyle changes and I've got those programs to get knocked out today and tomorrow. And that's about it. How about yourself, brother?
0: Yeah, man, it's kind of been a whirlwind of a week. I, uh, Max had six days off school, man. Holy shit. For y'all, of you out there who are parents, six days, like, cool. that Chiefs won the Super Bowl, but like, damn, that really gave us an extra day. Yeah. We had parent teacher conferences and oh, a okay. weekend and then fucking
1: President's Day.
0: Yeah, like I don't oh even know what President's God. Day is. Bro, it's ridiculous. These kids, don't even go to school off. <laughs> They don't even go to school anymore. I'm serious.
1: You're lucky it hasn't snowed much this year.
0: Oh, yeah, it's been awful. So, I uh, had that, kind of had an emotional one this weekend. Uh, I had an uncle back home who's not doing very well. Um, Sorry to hear that. Uh, it, it's okay. You know, it's life. Like, he, he's, he's, man, he's, uh, gosh, I can't remember how old he is, but. I want to say he's in his fifties. I'm probably completely wrong here. I cannot remember. I'm horrible with people's ages. Uh, he, he's, he has a heart condition. So he's only had like 50% of his heart his entire life. Oh my God. Um, but you know, it was like, he's tired of fighting. You know, we have a lot going on right now. He's like in dialysis stuff like that. So, uh, I had an emotional phone call with him. That was kind of hard. Um, but other than that, you know, Tatiana's doing better. The baby's doing good. Um, we are starting to get trying to get the house put together because we have a lot going on with like the new gym and everything. Um, like literally we'll have the gym opening, Max's birthday, baby shower, like everything within a couple months. So we're yeah. just trying to like get our shit together right now. I know, yeah. So it's not last minute. And then uh yeah, I actually signed I forgot about one. I signed two clients this week.
1: Nice.
0: Um, and it was an extremely busy week. I probably set up like I uh, have See, I rescheduled yesterday. Today, one Monday. I probably have like four schedule consults, and then I have a blood work consult. I had to get back with this guy on a time. Uh, Yeah, so it's like I feel like spring's kind of here. Yeah, um, Yeah. and things are really
1: starting to pick up. I was gonna say, I feel like the the first few warm days here in Kansas City have helped kind of stimulate a little more of like, Like, oh "Oh, shit, summer's gonna actually gonna be here this year. Yeah, it's, so, it's like a surprise.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy with, you know, I'm just trying to uh, keep my stuff in order. I have been, as my wife pointed out, I have been very enveloped in my phone this week. So I need to start being a little more yeah. conscious of that. But, you know, as things happen, it's like phone calls come in. I have to get them emails. It's yeah. just it's a lot. But I need to be better about not being in it all the time. Yeah, because then and then it's like I'm in it so much that even when I don't have something to do, I'm just so used to
1: being in it that I find myself still on your up. phone. Yeah. Yeah. I, n- I know what you mean. I know what you mean yeah. with that. Yeah. It's good to just have that, whatever that cutoff time looks like on any given yeah. day, like Sundays, if I could just leave my phone in the bedroom, like I'm happy with that.
0: Yeah. Like, I try to do that. And I try like on, uh, like my phone goes into, uh, fuck, uh, do not disturb every night at like eight 45. Yeah. Um, uh, but I find myself still picking it up. So yeah. it's like, I really need to make the effort to put it away. Mm-hmm yeah i know what you mean. um was one more thing that i had that was oh we're uh bubba has a, a field trip today and tuxley and i are chaperoning so oh sweet where are you guys I going? at kaleidoscope
1: theater oh sweet or you ever like
0: been that? there i uh, have no idea no the,
1: the the coterie theater or the kaleidoscope
0: whatever was in downtown i think it's supposed to be like a there's, kind there's, of like a science city type thing okay yeah it's it's probably kaleidoscope it's it's cool you'll have a good time yeah so i'll be with a whole kindergarten class all morning there you go so bear with me there you go and uh, yeah other than that man honestly things overall things are pretty good everything's are looking up in the right direction i got some big things lined up um you know uh one of my new clients like you know he's very big in the business i'm very blessed because he's like he likes to show me like some of the back end stuff so i feel very privileged to get to to see things like start from the beginning Mm -hmm. Uh, or not i mean they're not in the beginning he's been going a while but like I got, uh, he brought me out to one of his new restaurants this week to, uh, he's gutting it. So I'm getting to like, take like the paper towel dispensers and things like that, that he doesn't want that I can like reuse in the new gym. Um, and it was cool to be able to like, see what it looks like now yeah, and then see what it's going to look like later So yeah. I, th- I thought that was really fun. I, I feel very, uh, I don't want to say lucky, but like, I don't know. I think like a lot of people just don't get to see that. So yeah. uh, I really enjoyed it. That aspect. I, I love business. I know you love business too. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I think we almost talk business more than we talk bodybuilding. Uh, we do. We do. Yeah. So it's like, it's really exciting. Well, especially because we're out of comp prep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fuck uh, comp prep. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah fuck that. I miss it. I'm fat. So, <laughs> uh, I forgot to say that I've been sleeping like dog shit here recently. I don't know what is going on, but, um, just like just, just, just waking up and like as soon as I've waken up and I, I go through this at different times, Um but whether I'm thinking about a client or like somebody that has been struggling with their check-ins or something, or I'm thinking about, you know, uh, whatever I've got going on that day, as soon as I wake up, I'm just like ready to go because usually I don't wake up till like 6, 630 and I'm waking yeah. up like 430 and then struggling those last couple hours. Um, so that's kind of sucked. Did you see my story yesterday on Instagram about, uh-uh. what, I went, about what screwed up my sleep? No, I don't watch your shit. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I that's watch rude. It. No, man. I, I woke up at 4 a.m. Uh, to a dream that Noah Gray, the tight end for the Chiefs, and his mom signed up for my program. And so when I first woke up <laughs> for the first 20 minutes, it didn't register to me that that was a dream. I just was like, all right, I got to send this out. Like I'm thinking about kind of what the program was. 20 fucking minutes laying in bed at 4 30 in the morning thinking about that. And then I dawned on me, that was a dream. I like checked my phone and went to my questionnaires and was like, oh shit, he never he never filled it out. That's amazing. I am so yeah. irritated. But anyway, so if you know Noah Grey, you listen to this. I said it on my story yesterday too. Go ahead and pass the message along You're that I'm willing, I'm willing to work with him. So send him my way. But let's dive into it. We gotta I think it'd keep... be more
0: like he'd be willing to work with you.
1: Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it'd be more I know, like he'd I willing... know, I know. I know. But I, I want your, him to know I'm willing to have him on.
0: I see you have your favorite gym hoodie
1: on. Oh fuck you. <laughs> And i got
0: mine on too. He's protest
1: <laughs> like you can't see it in my in the in the the camera this is a podcast bro all right we got a q a today i'm talking about a few various uh topics um i don't know if we're gonna hit all the questions we got we didn't get a we got a handful of them that we want to kind of work through uh you want to start with any yours first brother
0: yeah we'll start with liam's uh okay go cool. You know what's the first step you guys would take when you have an overweight client who eats a low amount of food currently?
1: I feel like this is a lot of clients that come to me. Yeah, I, a I lot think so too. Like probably half of my clients. This is probably them. For sure. You want to you start? You want me to start? I can. I can rock with it. I think we're gonna have similar answers. Um, yeah. We don't need. We don't need to go into the 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 whole like domino effect of like okay, what's their digestion and all that stuff. Let's just kind of act like this is just normal person who's just under eating. Um, and so ultimately what that person just needs is I'm going to start them off at, at, if I know that they are eating like one or two meals a day, not getting many calories in at all. Um, and they probably have some, some metabolic issues. I'm going to start them off low calories anyway. Um, but definitely increase their protein intake, make sure their, their composition of their, their food choices are a lot better than what they had been doing. Um, and again, start them off on like a lower carb, lower fat diet than what, I would normally start off somebody, but usually that person is already going to be full of shit just from eating more nutrient dense foods and throughout the day, um, start there. And then usually, um, um, we just start titrating things up slowly. And if I see weight start kind of coming off, I still might add a little bit of food into it, but ultimately I want them to see big wins right off the bat anyway. So if we can see the scale going down just by adding just a little bit of food, um, you know, see that rocking with it, but ultimately it's about forming the, the mindset for that client that you're eating X amount of calories and we need you to be eating more than X amount of calories. So we're going to have to get you up there and explain the reasons why. Um, but hopefully that person knows kind of coming in, it's not some short-term fix. If there's a short-term fix, then your constant under eating would have done the trick. And since it hasn't, we just got to gradually add food back in. And so getting them on board with that plan is, I think, the first and f- first step that, that I've got to make sure that I take care of. Otherwise, they're like, why the fuck are we adding food? Like, I came yeah. to you to lose weight. Just trust the process. You're probably going to lose weight during this time, but it's not going to be the the, the rate as, which you might want. Um, but we've got to do this first first phase of, of dieting in terms of eating a little bit more before we can dive into pulling any, any food away. Yeah, people always want to lose weight at a way faster
0: rate than what is possible. And unless you're like morbidly obese, it's just not going to happen. No, man. Um, no. I'll take this from the side of, you know, no metabolic issues or anything or, or gut related <laughs> stuff. Um, let's say they come to me and, you know, they're eating like 12, 1300 calories and I'm losing weight. I'm instantly going to start. there at like fifteen to sixteen hundred. Uh, I'm going to raise their food right off the bat by a good margin, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just going to talk to them and I'm going to explain why we're doing this. And you know,
1: good morning. Good morning. How are you, buddy? Hey, Max. You say hi. Hi. Hello. Hey, Max. Can you hear me now? Yes. This <laughs> is <she laughs> good? some cool headphones. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Go watch cartoons and I'll be there soon.
1: Okay, what you bring that
0: I didn't bring anything.
1: What you get that?
0: Oh, that's from Disney, that's a, a gift for mommy. What's
1: inside? It's a surprise. I'll
0: show you. <gasps> you got <it> for me. <laughs> it's for mommy. Oh. I love you. I love you. Yeah. go watch cartoons. Okay. Um, Sorry. you know, I'll take this from a side, uh, a like I said, guess. I'll ra- yeah, <laughs> I'll raise their calories. Um, and I'll just tell them like, listen, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. You're not eating enough. We have to get these calories up. Now this first week, you're going to be really full because it's more food than what you're used to. And honestly, I'm not even looking for you to lose weight. I'm looking for you not to gain weight, but yep. you could gain weight. That is a very real potential here. Um, but unless we get the food intake up, you're never going to lose weight. So it's like if we have to gain one or two pounds yeah. in the end game, then that's okay. Yeah. Um. And typically they understand and it's like it's still hard for them. But that first week if they come to you and they're eating, you know, 300 calories more and they don't gain a single pound. That's good. Dude, that awesome. is like that's a win scenario. That's a giant win. And then so depending on what they do that first week, let's say they, they don't lose anything. I'll let them sit there one more week. And then 99% of the time, they're going to start dropping that next week because that first week is hard. The second week, their body's a little more used to it. And then as they start dropping, I'll add a rice cake here, uh, 50 grams of rice here. Yeah. And I'll keep bumping, bumping, bumping until until we're dropping. And then typically, once I get them close to like 2,000 calories, then I'll give them a higher day to spike them even more. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's typically what I like to do is just if people aren't eating, they have to get to eating. And I used to like waste my time and like start really low. And now, like I, have go got to points where I just go straight into it. Yeah. Um, and it's not anything crazy. It's not like I'm taking them from twelve hundred to two thousand. <laughs> I'm some yeah. people that do that. Yeah. Who are extremely good, and I'm just not quite confident in my level to do that. But like, I will start them two to four hundred calories
1: yeah. at least higher than what they have been. That makes sense. So the people that are coming to me generally have no idea how much they've been eating. And if I said, hey, go log your macros and tell me how much you've been eating, they're not going to know how to do that aspect anyway. So we're going to have to kind of teach that up. Uh, How do you, because like even with those clients where even if I start them off at like the baseline calories, maybe even what they say, like, hey, I'm eating 1200 calories. And let's say I start them at 1200 calories, just better food composition. They're like, hey, I can't even finish all my meals. Like I'm so full and I can't eat it do you get that pushback ever? Or is it more like, Hey, here's your plan. And then they go execute it. But I get that struggle of, they're not even eating what's on the lowest amount of food I'm even willing to give them. And so then we have to, I, 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 just tell those people, I'm like, if you can only eat three quarters of your meals, eat three quarters of your meals and gradually add that in and gradually finish all those meals, gradually get to finishing the whole diet plan. I would, I would love for them to just be like, this is what's on my plan. I'm going to get this shit in, but I also don't want them to eat to the point where they just feel like they're going to explode. Yeah. So when I say
0: 1200 calories, like those are for guesstimates. Like just, most yeah, times just people numbers. don't know, but like when they yeah. tell me what they're eating in the day, I may be kind of mentally like, figured it out. Yeah. made it. Yeah. Um, yeah. With that, like, so to get around that, I'll typically start people lower on protein. Uh, makes um, sense.
1: So the the so less satiated, but getting... They're less in. satiated, all so right. I mean, we get
0: the carbohydrates
1: and fats in. Makes sense.
0: Um, because typically when people get, they run out of room, uh, they're tired, like, especially Gen Pop or anyone like mm-hmm. that, they they complain about protein first. They're like, how am I ever going to eat 130 grams of protein? And when I'm I get like, that
1: question, I'm like, hey, if you just follow a diet plan, you're going to hit it. You don't, have to, you don't have to do any mental work. It's yeah. all out there for you. Just go eat all the food.
0: So if i start the protein a little lower then i'll eventually work that up yeah. um so that's one thing i try to do first but i'll leave the protein low for a long time
1: yeah. okay, um,
0: that i feel like protein is kind of one of those things that like we of course like we need it and it's useful but i feel like a lot of times it's overused and it's yeah. overkill yeah uh it is and since i got and i maybe i'm wrong because i'm not anything special in terms of like bodybuilding but my protein has actually come down over the years. Uh, mm-hmm. And I feel like I I've been better because people will smash protein, but then they come to me and they're constant diarrhea, they're shitting their yeah. brains out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's because they're not assimilating all of it or their yeah. guts fucking blown up or they're distended. Yeah. You know, the worst part is like when someone's like hella distended and they're like, yeah, I've eating 10 ounces of meat per meal. It's like, well, That's wild. you're not digesting it like look at your stomach. Yeah. You know? So let's back this down a little bit. Yeah. So. That makes
1: sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. I like that. Um, All right, cool. Move on to the next one. Next one. All right. How to dial in dieting and training. This was another one of our Instagram questions. How to dial in dieting and training, how to stick to a program, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Keeping motivation and staying hungry. So I'm assuming this person is saying that like, I'm not super motivated right now. I'm not hungry, whether it's in terms of like physically hungry or hungry as in like, I want results at the moment. And you're kind of just, just eh, like, you're about it, but really not about it at the moment. Well, number one, that's got to change. You you might not, you you might not be, be, be motivated, but if you've got goals that you want to reach, you've got to be hyper-focused on those things. Um, Especially when we're we're living busy lifestyles, kids and things like that. We've got to uh, we've got to make sure that we're keeping that at the forefront of our minders what our goals are. And we have to prioritize that stuff. Otherwise it's not going to happen. So, you know, how to dial in dieting and training, What what I always tell my clients with this is is, is really how to do it. And again, this is from a client perspective. I say, I have to have you checking in. If you do nothing else, correct the rest of the week. I at least need you checking in because that is an opportunity for you to be reflective, hold yourself accountable, and allow me to do the same thing. Allow me to, okay, you're not able to follow anything. Let's pull back the reins a little bit. Let's start with a few, few easy wins for you. Drinking X amount of water in the morning. It's not even that you're drinking a whole gallon. Just wake up and start the day with 20 ounces of water. So if you're doing absolutely nothing right, at least let's let's get some easy wins in there. Um, but aside from that, like I had, a, I had a, um, a client actually reached out to me about you know quitting after her her, her first uh, six months were up. Um, and th- she's only at like month three, like she's not that far into it. And she said, I'm just having a tough time with consistency. Like that was the reason why she wanted to, to not do it. And so my instant reaction is, well, they get fucking consistent. If that it's that if that's the biggest issue, if it's not a financial issue, it's not this this other thing. And she has other factors like she's got boys, like she's got teenage kids, like she has a busy life already. So I get that. But if that's the main component is that you're just not being consistent, then let's get fucking consistent. Mm-hmm. Let's get systems in place. Let's get a little bit better organized. Even if you're not the most organized person ever, the most systematized person ever, you can get there. Again, it comes back to what are your priorities and if that's high of the list, and you're gonna kind of conquer it, what would you say? Yeah,
0: so someone like that, man, it's like with her. I would say, you know, I don't need a hundred percent from you because her hundred no. is probably like eighty. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's yeah. all, and that's fine. You know, work around that. Totally fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I maybe I'm just being a dick this morning, but how to dial in training? Um, you know, this kid is, I know this kid. He's very nice, but he's tried to hire me like three times, and he keeps backing out. So one would oh, be okay. just follow through That'll yeah. help you yeah um how to stick to a program um man i i don't know you just follow it uh you have yeah. to want it you know keep you motivated uh, uh and staying hungry all too hungry in two parts you know but keep motivated motivation is so fleeting yep like do you think i wasn't so not- many people rely on it too you know how unmotivated I was to wake up and record this podcast at six thirty in the morning? So
1: bro, I wanted to text you to go fuck yourself. I don't want to get yeah, up. Here. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I didn't want to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like we Marks gotta give have, the
1: listeners what they want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: listeners. and we, we have a vision. Like we, 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 we wanna be consistent. Want yeah. We, we what just like just like just like with dieting. We wanna be consistent with this because we said we're gonna do this, so let's go. We ahead and be
0: consistent. So give it's everything like we, we can. If we miss one week, you know, we could miss another, then another, then another. Um, we have we know what we want to do with this so we have to be consistent and putting the time yeah. uh, but you know that's why there's discipline over motivation yeah um, it's just what it is man you either have yeah. to want it you know are you wanting it because you want to step on stage I mean I don't know if that's really going to be the long-lasting thing or, or, are you you want like or, or are you wanting it because you want to like see bum or are you wanting it because if you want to be better for yourself I think that's where it's going to come yeah Um, as far as staying hungry, I mean, I think that kind of goes into what I just said. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to just want it, um, as far as staying hungry in the off season, um, keeping your cardio in, um, not, you know, when people, I I find when people coach themselves, they get too radical, uh, and they add food too fast or they they take it away too fast. Um, so it's like, I've had clients before where I had it just a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, dude, why is your weight going so crazy on me? He's like, oh, you know, I've just been hungry. So I've been eating like a lot of snacks and stuff. I'm like, stop. Like, dude, you are four months post-show. You know how blessed yeah. you are that you are still hungry? Yeah. Like we have nailed this. That's what that tells me. Because yeah. to be going into a year-long off-season, maybe longer, and, and not be hungry three months in, I've been there. It's fucking yeah. awful. Yeah. yeah, You know, so the fact yeah. that you're still hungry is great. So just controlling your food.
1: Yeah, yeah. And just... Yeah, knowing what, knowing what your long-term vision of it and why that's important to you and then just showing up each day ready to, ready to conquer. It. And if you didn't conquer yeah. it yesterday, you got to put in more effort to conquer it today so that you can start building that good momentum, building that discipline. Um, I mean, it's it's all a mental game. All of this is a mental game. Waking yeah. up today to get on this is a mental game. Going to the gym, getting your food, meal prepping, carving out the time to go grocery shopping, all that shit's a mental game, much more than this physical. Um, all right, next question. What is our favorite thing about competition prep? You go, dude, being fucking peeled and liking the way I look.
0: Yeah, honestly, it's yeah. uh looking in the mirror, and being proud of the way I look oh, all season. I'm like, Ugh, I'm fucking fat, <laughs> and I look disgusting. I feel I that a, way right now. <laughs> I got a Fuda, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's just like being in shape and looking. Yeah. Good. I mean, you don't feel good, no, um, but true. I you know, it's like it's very uh shallow, but I like uh. I like taking my shirt off and being in jeans, and like my wife thinks I'm hot all the time. But you know, it's like when I my ads are coming in and I'm shirtless in the kitchen with jeans and my boots. It's like a different level. Of she
1: hot. literally said, uh, she said that to me like a week or two ago. I don't even know what the context was and why that got brought up, uh, but some I forgot exactly what it was. But she said the exact same thing: jeans, boots, no
0: shirt on. Yeah, it's like you know, my like my wife is always like like you know I me and Tatiana. We're very lovey-dovey but it's like when i'm like with something like that it's like i don't know it's like she almost drools just, oh, yeah. it makes you feel good yeah no fuck yeah steve you know what i mean so,
1: everybody wants wants to be drooled over a little bit
0: yeah that's probably my my and then my least favorite thing is just fucking waking up early ah oh, i hate early oh, mornings. Yeah. i can't yeah. stand it my life i would like to wake up at 8 yeah. eight thirty, 30 get my day going and go to bed at like midnight like that's that's, that's where good. i thrive that's good yeah uh,
1: I don't know how about you. Uh my favorite thing. I mean, I've always the the physical parts of it, because that's you know a big piece of it all. Um and I'm a vain person, not to like to a fault, but like I want to look good. I wanna be I wanna be I also want to separate myself from the pack. And I think that's kind of my answer is is um I love the discipline that it takes. I love, you know, I'm a, I'm an ex-athlete and so I don't have competition in my life anymore other than playing with fifth graders at school. I have no competition in my life. So I've got to go search it out. And and that's, that's a time. And even though I am stepping on stage and I'm competing against everybody else. And I keep that in the forefront of my mind, whenever I'm doing cardio, whenever I'm doing, you know, workout, I'm thinking, I know I'm going to be stepping on stage and going into other people and I'm using every day as that practice for it. But also it's, I like, having to force myself to do shit that I don't want to do and really just solidify and carving out that discipline is always a good thing. But like I said, kind of before it's separating myself from, from the pack, whether it be as a coach or as an athlete, I want to be better than everybody else around me. And I don't mean that as a dick way. It's just, it's just my competitive spirit. And I, I, I love that. And so being in competition prep, you know, I have that for four months, six months, whatever it is that I'm in comp prep for or seven weeks, whatever the hell we did last time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My other one that's probably, you know, not as vain as I like, uh, I like the mental fortitude aspects. I like, I'm not a good bodybuilder, but I like that. I like competing in other ways. Like I can follow follow my diet longer than you. I can be more consistent longer than you, you know, in 2020, I went. Cool. 28 weeks without a cheat meal you know what i mean and like that's, and that's cool to that's, say that's seven seven months
1: yeah that's you know cool I mean? to say because 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 that's separating you from
0: i mean and that started during shutdown when i was home by myself yeah. so it's yeah. like so i like the mental fortitude aspect of that so i like to compete like in other that. ways like i can do this i can go further yeah. you know what i mean it's like so that's that's some of
1: the stuff I like. I like. That I like that. Did you have another question over there? I, I've got two more. On yeah, there. you know this kind
0: of came up yesterday. I want I want to know your opinion on it. So, because you're a big macros guy, and I had a client message me yesterday, and he was having he could not stay under sixty grams of carbs, um because of vegetables. And I don't track vegetables. I consider vegetables mm-hmm. free food.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, how how do you feel since you're a macro god? I, you, I'm not a fucking. You macro track fan. vegetables.
1: I, I so I do track veggies. Um, I don't I don't eat a shit ton. I have, you know, three servings or so of veggies a day, um, plus beans. But, um, you know, outside of that, though, I uh, I, I do track veggies, but it's, it's also not a big thing. If I go over on carbs because I ate a few more veggies, like assuming they're not like potatoes or some shit like that, like assuming it's, yeah. it's a, it's a it's a lower carb, uh, food. Then yeah, go for it on that. It's okay if you go a little bit over on that. If you're just eating more veggies, like you said, you don't even track, um, you know, veggies into it. So I think that's a good approach as well. You, nobody's ever gotten fat from eating too many fucking pieces of broccoli or Brussels yeah. I or feel I feel like it's over.
0: I feel like it's just overkill. Yeah. Um, and essentially they don't, they don't technically matter since the majority of them have fiber. Yeah. Now I do understand why they matter towards the end of a prep. If we're like really yeah. in the nitty gritty, like, Hey, yeah. I'm going to limit your veg intake. Yeah.
1: Uh, I just feel like it's a little over the top and. I log it to, cause I also log my fiber. I keep that okay. in, in mind. So I also want to see what is my fiber at. Um, and and another reason why I do that for my clients as well, cause like on their diet plan, I'm not just like putting out their macros on things. Um, for each given food, I'm also including their sugar intake and their fiber. So yeah. they can really see the discrepancy of like, yo, know, you were having three pops a day, which is like fucking 180 grams of sugar right off the bat, if not more than that. Yeah. And now you're seeing, okay, here's what I should actually be eating.
0: Yeah. And I, I, and I don't really go that far. I, I really, yeah. um, I really only count the food sources. You know what I mean? That's why I don't like macros that much. Cause he was trying to, he needed help helping his fat intake. So I was helping him out. And I was like, you know, throw some peanut butter on this. It's like, well, there's carbs in peanut butter. I'm like, yeah, there is. But it's like, that's why I feel like it's just overkill sometimes because a minute amount. It's a minute amount. And it's like, I get that. You know, 20 grams of peanut butter has, you know, 10 grams of fat and like one and a half carbs. Yeah. You know, so I I like, I really just count, unless it's like beef, salmon, something that has a large amount of like others, like those have a good amount of fat in them yeah i typically just count like protein from protein carbs from carbs fats yeah. from fats fat. like i yeah. don't worry about all the other minute shit
1: yeah so like yeah
0: your calories are 100
1: honestly i don't give a shit just yeah.
0: if you follow it and work yeah. consistent then it doesn't
1: matter that's the, the people that i have that struggle with my fitness pal or struggle doing it accurately um I have like an add-on service where like I'll go set up their entire MyFitnessPal with all their diet plan foods on there, all their like everything set up for them. So it's a little extra work, but a lot of my clients, say they need that little extra help with it. But even then, though, even I can send them as many videos as I want to. And some people just struggle figuring out MyFitnessPal or any macro tracking app like that. Dude, I hate them. They're confusing. Well, it's also like the the biggest issue with MyFitnessPal or any of those food tracking apps for the most part I haven't used a lot of the other ones, but it's like Wikipedia. Anybody can go on there and create a yeah. new food that has a thousand grams of fat in it, even though it's a piece of chicken breast, like you yeah. can put anything on there and it's not it's not checked by anything. Um, so so that's kind of my biggest issue with it. So I just say, hey, when you're looking up, you know, cooked chicken breast. Number one, you got to make sure you type in cook because it could come up as raw and now you're yep. going to be off on what, what, what you're tracking. Um and that's usually skin, one thing I see. Skin, no skin, thigh, breast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, or too, rice. That's, or people will type shame, in man. type in rice, and they won't specify that it's cooked jasmine white rice, or whatever the case is. So then they then they have a cup of dry rice that's logged on there, and it's four times the amount of carbs. Yeah.
0: So it's or coming, you
1: know whatever. So so the, coming back at like
0: two hundred carbs.
1: Yeah. So so there's yeah. so many different little little nuances with it all that. Um, if you just, I always tell people, whatever you put into this is what you're going to get out of it. Learning how to track your macros to me is a life of life skill because it teaches you the value of the foods that you're eating. Um, so if you can put in two, three weeks of consistency, take the 15 minutes a day to really figure it out. Take the 15 minutes when you're walking through grocery store to kind of figure out how to log these different foods and stuff. And it will pay off in the long run. But, and, and if you don't want to do that little extra work to really hone in that skill, that's fine. Just follow the damn diet plan. And and then you just reduce a lot of stress and time. That's a good question. I like it. Yeah. Um, all right. So how do you politely stick? Well, this is kind of a two-parter. How do you politely stick to your diet plan when you have friends and family over for dinner? Um,
0: I fuck, I just do it. I don't know. Maybe I'm a no. dick. Uh, no. I just say, hey, you know, honestly, once you do it a couple times, uh, well, my family might do my family doesn't even question it. Yep. Is Caleb eating or is he gonna bring his own food? Yeah. Uh same You know, same. is uh you know, we'll be like, hey, uh Caleb starts prepping a month, so now when he comes, he's gonna have his own food every time. Yeah. Um, you know, just communication I is think a big piece If you it. could just explain to your family that you, you're trying to better your health and better your yep. goals, and if they can't support that, then fuck them. That's you know what I mean. It's like that's my I answer know, to that question. I know so, it's brutal, but it's like if you're doing this for you yeah. and and, and you're gonna get fit shamed more than you will fat shamed. Yeah. Uh. Because now it's like America's so messed up that eating whole, single ingredient foods is considered dieting when back in the day it was just considered eating. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So it's like it's okay, just do what you want, but like, just be honest and say that these are the goals you're trying to hit and these yeah. are the changes you're making. Yeah. And if they can't support that, then man, they don't have to be in your life. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying go divorce your husband. No, but it's like because it's going to be hard at first. You know, if I have trying to make this change before, like after Tati and I were together, it probably wouldn't have flew. It, it would have been hard, uh, way harder, harder, way
1: harder. Yeah. But like when you set the boundaries, it's like it goes that much easier. Yeah. No, a uh, 100%. Um, I, I'm a huge component of communication in all areas of life. So that it should start with that, whether it's starting a, a program, obviously you got to have your wife or your husband or whatever on board, at least understanding and supportive of you that's a big piece of it because like you said if you started down the road after you guys have been together forever that's difficulty same thing we, we were talking about this with with a client who who fell off once she had a boyfriend and it was like six seven months of just being totally off if if fitness was such a big part of her life she needed to maintain that yeah as that relationship started so that then seven months down the road she's not all a cutting all of a sudden becoming some different person yeah a she lot to communicate that a lot of
0: time and, and this would be something you could use is that if I know they're married, I'll, I'll ask them what their support system's like.
1: I, yeah, that's part of my my, yeah. my question. And, and everybody yeah. usually says
0: they're supportive. So you can kind of get ahead of it. You yeah, know, no one's going to be like, oh, my husband's a
1: dick. No.
0: You know what I mean? We find that out later, but it's like... I
1: prefer to have a, uh, like a... Um, a couple, if if you're in a relationship, I like to have the other person on if we can, you know, if we can make it work pretty efficiently getting on the call with, with that person, that way I can just say, Hey, you know, this is what you can kind of expect. Here's how you can work this stuff together. Um, you know, things like that, even though this is kind of off topic, but it's on the same topic. You mentioned it earlier, you know, about whole foods and healthy foods are now just considered diet foods. And I had a client actually, she just started and she, uh, she got back and like she she started the day after she got back from um uh, from a vacation or something like that and she said you know money was obviously off because I was still on vacation when I came back I wouldn't say it was a good diet day and she she even just said those words diet day and I was like whoa 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 that's the first thing we got to change is your thoughts on the food that you're eating right now if you're looking at this as just diet food that tells me that you think that you can just turn it on and off you it's can be on diet exactly yeah. you, you can be on diet you can be off diet. I needed you to change your thinking and your perspective about the food that you're eating because this is a lifestyle change. This is your new normal. It's not that you're eating diet food. You're eating food. This is what food is. This is what food that makes you feel good is. You're not yeah. on a diet. You can you can go eat whatever the fuck you want to eat, but this needs to be your consistent approach to things. Without Even doubt. if it's not this exact food, you're eating whole foods. You're eating proteins you're eating good healthy grains that are less processed it's one ingredient type shit that's what your meal should be consisting of more times than not whether that's 70 percent, 80 percent, 90 percent, depending on where you want to go with your goals this is this is no longer a diet that you're doing i even say that on on everything like it's this is no fad diet approach this is no six week short-term fix my commitment when you sign up is six months for a reason because we are trying to build you know um a life change here Yeah, I don't even put diet on their sheet. I just
0: call it a meal template. Yeah, I like that.
1: I like that. I like that. Uh, But so uh, to kind of answer that question, though, like if if I have, um, I mean, if I had you and Tatiana over, it'd be different because we obviously all understand it. But if I was having a friend over, um, if I'm income prep, I'm honestly probably going to be making two meals. I'm going to have my own meal prep for myself and then I'll make whatever I think would be tasty for all of them to eat. Or Nicole would do it or whatever the case is. And that's just understood that I'm sitting down. I'm having you over, not because I'm going to make the tastiest food in the world. I'm having you over because I want to hang out. You know, I'm 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 having you over to have that that connection versus just what we're eating. Same thing if we're going out to eat. I'm going to eat something a little bit healthier and I'm probably not going to have a drink. I'm probably just going to drink water because I'm here for the social engagement factor of it and not anything else and if you just communicate that to the people you need to communicate it to then that's all good um yeah I feel like know, people it,
0: think as soon as they eat healthy or they do this they do that they're not allowed to have fun or have social
1: time. yeah yeah you still you, you, you have to have that otherwise you're restricting one of the most pleasurable things in life and that's just human interaction with people that you care about and love so you've got to maintain that shit but just communicate that and if they want to eat or or what i do is I will figure out in my macros, okay, I want to have steak or salmon tonight. I want to have a bunch of rice. I want to have some garlic bread or whatever the case is. So I'll log that stuff ahead of time. So even though I'm eating the exact same meal they're eating, it's still a healthier based thing. And plus I like the opportunity of showing some that might not be that healthy. Here's a healthy way to eat. It's tasty. It's enjoyable. It wasn't that hard to make. And, and then that could even, you know, snowball into them making healthy changes as well. For sure.
0: Sometimes Uh, I'll say fuck it and I'll just, grilled chicken and rice and you've all going to eat the same shit exactly yeah.
1: and and you're probably in your in most times whenever i've done that and i'm sure in your same situation oh, it's good they enjoy the food and yeah. they don't feel like dog shit afterwards yeah. you know um so so i like that any opportunity i can to kind of help somebody make those changes anyway um even if it's like that um the second kind of component to that and it well, obviously if i'm out of comp prep and i've been crushing it if i want to use that as my cheat meal i'll make whatever I'm having my parents over tomorrow night. I'm making um, healthier, but still I'm making enchiladas when they come over. So there's gonna be a little bit of cheese in there. there's gonna be ground beef. It's gonna be enchilada sauce and sortillas and stuff like that. But um, I'm again, figuring that into my macros ahead of time. And I'm gonna enjoy that meal as well. And even if I wasn't figuring it into my macros, if it was just my cheat meal, I would eat whatever for that one meal and then get right back on track with all my other meals. It's
0: um, cultural appropriation.
1: Exactly. What? It's cultural
0: appropriation. You're racist. You can't what? make- you can make enchiladas?
1: Oh, shut the fuck up. Making yeah. enchiladas. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I said anything r- fucked up. All right. Um any other questions on your end before we get into our fun uh, question? What
0: is uh your toxic trait as a coach or a leader? Mr. perfect over here. What do you what do you do wrong?
1: Sometimes I struggle with um and I th- I'm sure you do as well on this as well. Um a lot of our communication with our clients is over text, over messaging, stuff like that. And so sometimes when I'm being direct and really trying to uh, emphasize a point, it just sounds, it could come across as I'm being a dick when ultimately you're not hearing the tone, you're not hearing the em- empathy in my voice and, and the way that I'm saying it. It's just coming out over text. You're just reading it bluntly. So yeah. that's kind of one of those issues. Sometimes if I need to enunciate something, um i'll use all caps i had, I had one client who's actually one of my close friends and he's like dude why'd you yell at me in my last check-in like he was being serious and i was like i wasn't yelling i used all caps to show that this was like we were, we were reverse dieting he was like hey i'm supposed to be gaining weight during this right and i was like well first off I already explained to you that's not the goal but i said that is weight gain is not the goal right now like in all caps and he took that as like i was angry about it i was like no if I'm angry about it, I'll do all caps, and I'll do exclamation points, and I'll probably call you and dive yeah. dive in deeper into what it is if I'm actually really upset about something, which I've never been upset with a client check-in. it's It can be disappointing. It can be sad, but that doesn't mean I'm ever going to be upset with you.
0: Yeah, I uh, I don't like to use all caps sometimes, even <laughs> on one word, because it sometimes it makes me feel like I'm like talking to them like a child.
1: Yeah. yeah. It
0: is not the goal. Yeah. you know what i mean yeah 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 uh that's why i like uh whatsapp because i can do a voice note so they can hear the tone of my voice that's true, that's true. but sometimes if it's a text and I, it's like i have to be very direct mm-hmm. depending on what it is and who the person is yeah. at the end i'll even be like hey You'll this is not, this is not me trying to be a dick yep. this is just me saying this needs to happen yep. does that make yep. sense so I, like, I, yeah, I do th- I, I do that i get I do it that
1: same thing i'll have to throw um, that copy out too
0: sometimes My toxic trait honestly is that I had to talk about this with my team there today is that I get very passionate and I get very, I guess you can call it like aggressive. So like my passion comes off as aggression. So it's like, I'll cuss a lot. It's like, I'll raise my voice. And it's almost like I'm mad at you, Mm -hmm. but I'm not. Cause like I get so into it that like talking, sometimes talking about the gyms, I get so into it. that like, I've cried at my parents' table because I've been so fucking into what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's like it's just my passion. That's and awesome, I don't yeah. I don't mean for it to come off as like aggression. But it's almost like we probably a lot of us that listen to like Andy Frisello on his podcast. Like now, I'm I'm not saying I'm anywhere near Andy Frisella. I'm not, but it's like sometimes my passion comes off as that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like yesterday, like we were talking about the gym, and I was like, my biggest fear is someone being unhappy working here. Like I want people to always fucking be happy working here because we're providing a good fucking place. And if you don't want to fucking be here, then get the fuck out. Yeah. And Holly like looked at me and I was like, I don't mean it like that, but it's like, yeah, I was like, I hope no one ever quits because they're unhappy. But I was like, and I don't mean it. If you don't like it, then fuck you. I mean it like if you don't like to be here, then I want you to leave. Yeah. Because I don't want you to be here. I want people who are happy to be here. If you're a member and you're unhappy leave don't yeah. be here and that's not because i'm mad at you and i want you to leave it's because i don't want you to be somewhere that sucks out your good energy like you yeah. deserve to be happy yeah so like when i say things like that like well not to mention
1: it it affects everybody else it brings down it the culture the else. climate and, and energy of everybody else even if it's just one person yeah yeah
0: so it's like i get really fucking into things and i'm super passionate about it and it comes off as aggression but it's like i don't mean it like that
1: yeah yeah i i, so, I get that as well so i Kind of, kind of similar things uh, that we both kind of struggle with. That stuff. Um, I, I do a pretty good job of compartmentalizing. Um, I actually just made a post about something similar the other day about um, when it hits me when I see somebody quit on themselves and like stop yeah. investing in themselves, and that um, usually it, it makes me really disappointed and, and sad. It makes me, even if I know it had nothing to do with what I did or what I could have done. I still reflect hard on like, fuck, how can I, how can I be better? And I think that's a good thing that I, I look at it that way. Cause it's made me better in the past. It's made me, you know, see, see signs that, Hey, this person might be kind of falling off a little bit um, and try to get ahead of them quitting on themselves. But it's just, you can't help a person who just is, is ready and willing to just at a drop of a hat, fucking quit on himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, oh, I agree. That's tough. So I don't think that makes me a bad coach, but in terms of my own life, that's a toxic trait. I think that, that that can kind of affect me sometimes. I like that. Yeah. All right. Our last question: If you had a fight, and you said this the other, the other day, if you had to fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck, which one would you take? No, it's a hundred duck-sized horses.
0: Oh yeah. Small yeah, ho- yeah, small yeah. horses. God, I one giant myself. duck.
1: Yeah. All right. 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Oh, man. I'm going with the one horse-sized duck. I feel like I would take the 100. They're small, but they still got hooves, dude. But I can kick Horses the shit can out still of them, bite. But I can kick the shit out of them. But they're still going to be dents. They're not they're not duck weight. They're duck-sized horses. They're still going to be fucking 25, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50-pound little little guys running around bro
0: i'm not you okay i'm <laughs> oh my a man God. i would kick the shit out of that horse
1: how how heavy is your dog granted it's, it's 50, a pit bull 50 pounds exactly now imagine and now he's obviously bigger than a duck but still even 25 pounds first, probably first about all, that
0: all my dogs are ladies so you apologize <laughs> okay my bad ladies you don't assume they're gender you didn't even <laughs> ask okay right
1: a pit, a pit all, bull just looks like it. It just seems like it. It's got male a energy. Giant fucking duck, I feel like could have ripped my head off. It's true. But it's only it's only one one duck that you gotta just blow out its knee. One duck that you gotta How are we gonna get to its knee when it has a 20-foot long neck? do not like bro. fighting a fucking rat <laughs> that can peck your face off. Could you imagine actually seeing a I think I'd be horrified both ways. I'd I would just i run from both. I'm not fighting either. That's my answer. I'm and is this, like, is this a mallard duck or is this a fucking goose? Ooh. You know what I mean? Well, gooses aren't ducks, so it's not a good, it's not a goose. Yeah. But people don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Mallard duck. I could, I could take a picture of it and send it to my grandpa. He likes mallard ducks. Yeah. I think I would <laughs> take the little one. Yeah. I think I have to see him first. I think I have to see him first. Because honestly, if I
0: got too scared, I could just step on a chair and they can't
1: yeah. get
0: to me yeah i don't and know 100 of them though that they knock and then, though, knock and that then shit, i could please. use a baseball bat and knock the fuck. no out.
1: no weapons because if we could have weapons then the i'd rather just just go to work on one than a hundred Why can't of them. you have weapons it's a fight the well street rules no 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 Yo, what, can i use a gun on them well, I mean, that's street. I guess you could go that route. All right. Route. Well, then, well, then I'm definitely going with the, the ducks or the horse-sized Kinda duck. cheating. I mean, I'm I'd going with the horse-sized pipe. duck. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm just shooting that dude. If if all rules, if if military rules are are a thing, I'm just dropping a nuke on him, and then I'm staying staying clean that day. But yeah, but
0: if you drop a nuke, they're <laughs> gonna kill like thousands. All of right, people.
1: motherfucker. Not a nuke. I don't know. I don't know military terms. Jesus Christ. Whatever. That's
0: Murderer Marcus over here. That's uh, his Instead one, of Mr. Beautiful, it's mass murderer.
1: One one more thing. Uh, the other day I was on, I was looking at pillowcases on um, on Amazon because I just got a couple new pillows. And for some reason, the pillowcases at Sam's Club are just stupid expensive. So I was looking at the reviews of it, though, <laughs> which I usually don't. And there's videos of people reviewing. Yeah. There was like five videos on this one. And it's just weird fucking people. Yeah. Just like laying on the pillow and like rubbing their head into it like it's a dog and being like, oh, I'm using the case. I'm Like we didn't that didn't, a video didn't give me anything except I don't really want to buy this now. And you it was a five star like review.
0: That. You should <laughs> yeah. make one like that.
1: One dude, one dude seemed like uh, he thought that it was like a, a, his Tinder prof- like profile or something like, like he's making a video trying to get people to DM him. Is Hell what the yeah. video seem like, and he's like using it, and he's like showing a full body video of himself laying in his bed and trying to act cool, laying on the pillows. Like, people are fucking strange. People are strange. I so like reviews I for that, do that reason. I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna start doing that. Whenever I'm bored, I'm not going to watch TV. I'm gonna go to Amazon reviews.
0: Sometimes uh me and Tatiana like to read reviews of like her dresses. Yeah, and and it's like, whoa or like this one guy on my car heart jacket this guy was like pissy uh because he had like little man syndrome you could just tell and he was like this sizing is way off these are not true i'm 5'8 220 (laughs) and i got a 2x and i always wear a 2x and this thing swallowed me (laughs) bro you're 5'8 220 you're barely an L. Well, all right, whoa. first so, off, in front. Of first us.
1: off, I'm 5'6 and like 170. I wear and you XL wear like a I wear medium. XL half the time. You are fucking. Tiny. All, all the shirts from your gym are XLs. Look at them all, except for the first trainer shirt you gave me, which is a large. And that's why when you XLs. come in, you
0: look like you're in your Fuck sleepy you.
1: time pajama. Shirt. I'm ending the call right now. It looks like Max when I I'm ending the bed call. In the shirt. I got to go to the bathroom too. <laughs> I chugged coffee and water and I got to go. I got to poop. Yeah, yeah I got to go. All right. All right, wait. Don't have little man syndrome. I, I don't. Don't have it. He's <laughs> a butt. On, on, a, on a Carhartt review, I might, but that was actually me that made that review. All right. Okay, maybe he's an X. All right. There you Not go. Not two X. All right, I got to go. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, you guys have a good week. Are you pooping? Yeah. All right. I'll text you while I poop. All right, I'll FaceTime you while I do. All right, all see all you guys. All
0: right. all right, see you, man.